0: This episode is brought to you by global retailer W.H. Smith. For more information, go to whsmith.co.uk. Welcome to the Airport Experience News Podcast. I'm Ramon Lowe, the publisher of AXN and the host of this pod. Don't forget that the airport industry event of 2020 will soon be upon us. I'm talking about the 2020 Airport Experience Conference taking place in Denver at the Gaylord Rockies, March 1st to the 4th. Go to conference.airportxnews.com to register, reserve your booth, and read up on the wonderful agenda. You cannot afford to miss the Airport Experience Industries Event of the Year. This is episode 75 in the continuation of our series focusing on small businesses. And here I speak with Erin Zwerken of Jack Duggins. Erin talks about her time prior to getting into airports, learning on the job, uh, and continuing to grow in an increasingly shrinking, competitive, and complicated industry. Here is my conversation with Erin Zwerken. So I'm here with Erin Zwerken of Jack Duggins. Erin, thanks for taking the time to speak with me. Hello. So, I have to ask you because you're up in Philly right now, correct? Yes. So, I am in South Florida. I always have to kind of rub it in. What's the weather like in Philly right now?
1: It's chilly and rainy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, I'm doing, I've I've just closed the blinds because it's very bright and sunny down here. So, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) (laughs) That's neither here nor there. Again, once again, thanks for taking time to speak with me. Uh, If you weren't aware, Um, I'm doing this entire series for the month of November that's focusing on small businesses in airports because on the street side, um, you know, November is uh, small business month. And so I can't think of a better way to kind of celebrate small business in airports than really to speak to folks such as yourself and just hear the stories of the grind and the challenges and the successes um, and the great memories of really operating in this wonderful space of ours. So first, um, before we get into all that, I just want to, uh, I first want to ask, can you give a little bit about your your background prior to coming into airports? Was the airport business even something that you ever considered?
1: So my family has been in the um, restaurant business for uh, many years. Um, Local Philadelphia corner bar restaurant type operations. And I was always a part of it, uh, working with my dad in the summers or when there was, you know, I had time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was learning the business through him, um, even though I was pursuing a degree in art history. Um, So once I graduated, there was not very many jobs for art historians. (laughs) Um, So I had reached out to my dad and we were looking to do a restaurant together, something a little bit larger, something that, you know, I would take a larger role on. Um, and we were looking for a safe environment, um, safe meaning, you know, not something on the street, um, a mall or, you know, a similar type operation. And we came across airports and we were looking into it and we found out about, uh, certification and we became a woman owned, operation uh, we have partners uh, my dad's good friend um, Ken Adams and his daughter Tracy uh, wanted to join us as well. Tracy was always a bartender in her dad's restaurants so we kind of joined forces and we set out for PHL airport which was our hometown
0: Wow, oh, excellent and and I must add that like um, it seems like the restaurant scene at least in downtown Philadelphia is really great we my family and there and I were there. Uh, last summer, not this past summer. Last summer it was one of our first stop, and it was phenomenal. By the way, so I can, I can totally appreciate a lot of the the local flavor and and, and the local haunts in in, in the city. But um, did you ever think? I know you said you could let's let's look at airports as a venue, right? A, a quasi safe venue do you know now or would you go back then and tell yourself it's not that quite that safe i mean it's certain but it's probably not as easy as you might think uh, as opposed to being on the street would you would you have give yourself i guess a different um assessment of the environment
1: absolutely uh, this was also <laughs> prior to 9 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were under construction during that time so um our original location was inside of security at the airport, and after 9-11, our complete construction shut down for a few weeks, and then when we restarted again, they had moved security, so we were outside of security, which really did change um, the dynamics of our business, unbeknownst to us at the time. Um, we I don't think we anybody really knew the impact of the TSA mm-hmm. security checkpoints on businesses until it started. Um, So, yeah, looking back on it, um, uh, the airport is a safe environment um, and we have grown to appreciate that environment uh, being inside of security. um, But it has also created a lot of challenges as well.
0: So what do you feel like those greatest challenges are that you mentioned, like starting, um, I guess, pre 9-11? and then building out during a uh, post-9-11. So it kind of changed the whole dynamic of the environment. Uh, was that the greatest challenge at, the, at that time, maybe? Or does it still remain the greatest hurdle that you've seen in, in the, the years since?
1: I think at that time, it was a huge hurdle. Um, we were expecting to you know, hit a certain number in sales. And being outside of security, the security lines for TSA checkpoints were going towards the elevators for the garage. So we, you know, we're trying to be creative, um, in order to capture that business. So we were putting together carts with coffee and bagels and Danish and somewhat servicing the line up and down the corridor. Um, so it was a good thing for us to try and capture that. And also at the time, um, in our restaurant, you could smoke. So that was a big draw to passengers. Um, But I think in around 2004, 2005, our entire airport went smoke-free. And I think the TSA checkpoints had gotten a lot smarter, a lot faster. So um, being outside of security did significantly impact our sales, unfortunately.
0: So it's safe to say that, I mean, coming in that time, I think when people start businesses or or enter the the space post-9-11, it's after all that stuff has been worked out, <laughs> right? You are literally yeah. in here learning as it's being figured out how do we deal with long security lines, the TSA processes, et cetera, correct?
1: Yes, it was it was very difficult.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so could you share maybe like a greatest success to date? Uh, I, we talked about the challenges, so really would love for you to focus on, on something positive like the successes.
1: Um, I think, I mean, there are a few, actually, um, a few great successes sure. for us. Uh, one would be um, just gaining the confidence of Marketplace to grow our business. Uh, we were, started out as an 1,100-square-foot deli and bar, um, and uh, when there was construction being done in, at the airport, we had moved from one terminal to another terminal Um, and that had increased our size. Um, Marketplace had felt confident that we could, you know, do the operation, and we opened up a full-size bar restaurant serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner with a full kitchen. Um, So that was really a game changer for us um, as far as business um, sales and and just growth, Um, and we've been in the business for almost 20 years, and I think Winning Best Airport Bar through Airport Revenue Use uh, was, you know, another highlight. Um, I was also the recipient of the AMAC Catalyst Award, mm-hmm. which is an organization that I care deeply about. Um, the Airport Minority Advisory Council was tremendous in helping us learn a lot about this business, um, speaking to other concessionaires, and just growing in general. Um and I think now that we've you know had such success, we have just recently partnered with the Hudson Group in a joint venture in Philadelphia for 23 locations, which was another goal of ours uh, to expand our business.
0: Just to go back a bit, you've uh, experienced many successes, a lot of challenges. I'm sure if you were approached by a company, who are some, maybe someone who's already in the industry looking to break out on their own, maybe just even looking to enter this space, Um, Would you have any, I guess, um, tips or suggestions on how to perhaps carry that out? Because I know it's very complicated now, probably probably more so than um, when you first entered the space, correct? So do you have any suggestions uh, perhaps if someone were to ask you?
1: Um, I would say, you know, really do your research. Um, If you're looking to partner, do your research on your partners. Um, Surround yourself with good people, um, good attorneys good accountants who really know and understand Uh, one of the challenges that we faced was we were educating our attorney about the airport business. Mm -hmm. We were educating our accountant about how things work with a joint venture partnership. And that was from information that I learned going to all of these seminars and conferences. Um, So yeah, you really have to learn on your own and you learn that by attending the conferences, sitting through the sessions, um, and meeting other concessionaires and talking and networking and building relationships,
0: does it seem like the community uh, this is and we are a community, even though a lot of us are competitors in some way um, but yeah. it 's a pretty open community in terms of like helping one another out many ways right
1: Yes, I would agree, and uh you know I had gotten myself involved in some of the organizations um, mm-hmm. an important one for me is you know to, to, um, learn from my peers. Uh, so there are a very few, uh, people that I can go to in the event of a situation where I need help with or information or just advice. Um, you know, I can send a quick email, pick up the phone and call, and they're always there, uh, ready to assist. So it's been wonderful for me.
0: Um, I, I want to go back to something you said. You know, you said you came up in a family. Your, your, you and your father were thinking about doing uh, restaurants. I believe you said he had restaurants um, on the street, correct? Yes. And so, uh, having worked in them and now having seen uh, experienced the airport environment, um, does it seem like the airport side? I mean, it's it's a no brainer, but like has probably evolves and moves, if not differently, but maybe rapidly than it would on the street in terms of like being um, sensitive to certain changes and things. Correct. I mean, it's, it's a lot more complicated, obviously.
1: Yes. I would say, um, you know, being on the street does have its complications um, but you can stay in your niche. um, And that's what we were doing. We were in a, you know, a South Philadelphia neighborhood and, you know, we knew the customers, we knew what they wanted Um, being in the airport. um, There's exposure to the entire world. So, You know, you want to be on the edge of things. You want to be, you know, with the most, you know, beautiful cutting edge design and um, cuisine, things like that. So it's keeping up with the trends and trying to bring a little bit of home with that. Um, We did a um, license agreement with Geno Steaks, which is Mm. a very popular uh, cheesesteak brand here in Philadelphia. And bringing that to the airport gave them exposure to really passengers all over the world. Um, so it's, it's, it's very different to see how it's been received, um, and welcomed.
0: It's iconic. It's more than just a, st- <laughs> I mean, it's an iconic. <laughs> that's true. it is in iconic. In South Philly. Um, so that's, that's great. And I've had a couple of Gino steaks. Uh, I'm not ashamed to say that. Um, <laughs> so really what are your, some of your fondest memories? I, I want to go back a little bit. Some of the fondest memories from when you op- first opened the, uh, the, the restaurant. Because I'm sure it's not always as positive, but you probably can sit back now and laugh about you know figuring things out on the fly or you know or, or maybe overcoming certain challenges um, which might not have been so funny then, but you can kind of again look fondly back on them now
1: yeah, I would say um probably construction was just so difficult um, for us because we had no airport construction experience mm-hmm. um. The contractor we chose also did not have airport construction experience, so <laughs> there was a huge learning curve there um, I found myself on the roof looking at air conditioning units <laughs> I mean it was it was I learned a lot which I'm grateful for um, so i I do appreciate that and I can laugh at it now changing filters on the roof escorting you know contractors up there um, filling out forms for cranes to come and you know, it seems very um, excessive, but I guess being with the airport with millions of dollars of planes um, all around, you have to, you know, really be careful. So I can laugh at it now. And, I'm, you know, when when numbers pop up during construction, I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. OK. Yeah. That's that's in line. <laughs> Whereas before we were, you know, blown away by the prices for things. So um, I can laugh about that now. But, um, yeah, we learned a lot.
0: Well, uh, I'm glad you mentioned um, challenges because I I, want to pivot next to the industry as a whole. And this is something I've asked uh, many small businesses now. Um, You know, we are a large but very intimate industry and there have been a lot of acquisitions recently and mergers. um, And obviously the operating in the space is not as simple even back then. So what are some of the issues and challenges that I think are, are facing I'm sure it's not even just particular to you. It's particular probably to all businesses. Um, So what are some of those challenges that maybe you're facing now um, in this space?
1: I would say financing. Mm. Um, You know, even our spaces that we own and and have had for uh, many years are due for renovations. So finding the financing to renovate those spaces. And there's really not a lot of ownership because it's a lease. Mm -hmm. The liquor license really doesn't hold any value. Um, Banks are afraid to finance us uh, because there's very little um, property there. Um, So I think that's our biggest challenge. And even with doing partnerships, um, again, it's financing. We want to be a partnership in X amount of locations and we need X amount of capital, but we, you know, yeah. only own a small piece. So it's hard to get that financing. So we look to the primes for the financing. Is it? it have been very lucky.
0: <laughs> it's still a struggle, even though you have had X number of years of experience and you've kind of proven to be these not a good operator in this space. That, um, to, to convince, I guess, traditional lending that, you know, this is quasi safe bet, I guess.
1: <laughs> um, I think our, you know, our financial statements speak for themselves. They're mm-hmm. thrilled when they see the numbers, um, but I guess, you know, they're banks, so they're looking for that underwriting of, you know, property and collateral to hold. Um, so we're we're kind of going through that now with renovations on our own space um, and just trying to educate them on how the partnerships work um, and, and just, you know, continually on how airports work. You know, it's a seven-year lease or it's mm-hmm. a 10-year lease. Um, you know, and it's just really for, in my situation, um, myself and my partners. So there's not a whole lot of collateral there. So I do think it is still a challenge.
0: So uh, we, we've touched on this. Um, I'm going to, my next question, really, you've touched on, uh, in several different, uh, your answers, many, some of your answers. And essentially, uh, whether you're mentoring someone or providing advice, you know, I'd love for you to share in the many years you've been in this industry now, maybe the greatest thing that you have personally learned. It could be about the business. Maybe it's something about yourself uh, while you've been in the airport industry.
1: I would say the greatest thing that I've learned is that I can do anything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you go. Yeah, That
1: seems pretty gutsy to say, but, um, I have done it all, even though I didn't think I could, mm-hmm. I didn't think I knew how, um, I learned how, um, and that's just by jumping in with both feet and doing it or, you know, again, reaching out to colleagues in the industry and saying, how do I do this? How did you do this? Um, you know, how does this get done or, you know, how should I approach this? Um, and that goes all the way through to you know securing the deals, um, the conversations with you know the the airports and the you know the leasing managers um, you know how do I approach this problem um, there's There's a lot of good people out there who like to help, and I'm lucky to have a couple of them in my corner yeah. so it's it's been great, but I would say, yeah, just just you know I can do anything.
0: <laughs> I guess that comes with being a business owner, right? you kind of have to do everything and if you can't then you got to (laughs) learn that's (laughs)
1: right that's right everyone can walk away but you
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) um so Aaron, my last question for you is uh i would love for you to look in your crystal ball um you know we've already touched about uh touched on the industry a little bit but would love for you to kind of look in your crystal ball with regards to jack duggins and the future of the company um what opportunities you see and maybe something that you're excited for
1: I would like to see our company expand into other airports. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that we would be able to do it on our own, um, but through partnerships, um, that's been a goal of mine for a while. Um, and I, you know, I still feel like we're laying the foundations for that. Um, getting certified as a ACDBE in another state—that's um, something that I, you know, hope to continue to pursue. And to me, that would be, you know, the end goal: being able to be a partner uh, with primes in other airports.
0: Excellent. Well, Erin, that's all I have. I, once again, thanks for taking the time to speak with me.
1: Thank you.